Your boy O here, and I uh, just checking in because um, you may or may have not noticed there's uh, you know a bunch of new movie episodes and shit, and it's just some changes with the pods and stuff. Uh, pods are weird; they're coming out out of order. And what's with the pods? And um, is it still wet? And can I? Is it safe to go outside? Is it safe? Like you've got lots of questions. I'm, I'm I completely understand. Um, or you don't have any questions, and everything seems completely straightforward to you. And um, that's tight too. Uh, I just am checking in because I shut the Patreon down a while ago. Um, big props to the six homies that came through. Uh, so I switched stuff up. Uh, and so movie episodes and stuff that were getting posted over there are now going to be released uh, uh, here. Um, it's just too hard to make two episodes a week, but now there's plenty of episodes to go round. So you might hear some old stuff. Um, you know, not everything is going to be released chronologically uh, as it was recorded, but, you know, everything will be released eventually. Um, we're still going to get together, do new pods and stuff, but um, working with a little bit of a backlog, everybody's busy and I just started grad school. And so um, uh, if you feel like dropping a rating or a review, that's tight too, I just like to hear how homies are doing and whether they're getting wet or not. So, you know, if you want to go into the iTunes uh, or Google Play review and just hit us with the I got zooted or this got me wet or I prepped my cup, um, you know, that's that would be wonderful. Uh, I think we're there's about 130 of you Um and every single one of you is near and dear to my heart. And I, of course, would be thrilled and find it absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you let me know how you feel, I want you to hold yourself close tonight and stay warm. Starting to rain, starting to get cold and just uh, keep shipping it. All right. Uh, we're talking about Saturdays yep. and what it's like and what the boys do and how the boys live. Uh, let's go around. Alex. Elliot. Zach. Idris. All right, Idris, how was your Saturday? It was lit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Inform me more. Absolutely lit. Uh, so I'm going to start with like the main event, just to like give you guys a clue. I went and saw Brett Michaels at uh, Snoqualmie Casino. Wow. <laughs> and Incredible. It was, <laughs> it was insane. It was inspiring. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a full experience. <laughs> yeah. And Saturdays are for living and experiencing life and it's full Yeah, yeah man. Wow. So I started watching uh Rock of Love, you know, his like reality show, which is like terrific. Paid his bills for a few years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's terrific. You know, you can watch it on Hulu and it's all uncensored. Wow. Uh, That's uh, like a, a big selling point, actually. It's a huge <laughs> selling point, uh, which is great. You know, he's looking for love. Uh, he's got these, <laughs> these like insane <laughs> women there who are like so into Brett. Uh, and then he's got his right-hand man, Big John, who's <laughs> his, uh, his bodyguard. In a way, they're almost like a modern-day Robin Hood and Little John. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a Robin Big type situation? Uh, they're not that close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or that cool. <laughs> yeah, Big John is kind of dry. He's just got a deep... He's a big guy, obviously. <laughs> he's got a deep voice. He's handling the women when they get out of uh, out of line. Okay. Making sure they don't pull a blade out or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Try to so, 50 somebody. Wow. <laughs> I got tickets a while ago for me and some pals, because we, we were all watching the show, and... Uh, 
like I don't know really any poisons. Like I love eighties rock, but like not that kind of shit. Right. I know like uh you know, every rose has its thorn. Yeah. And then like the theme song to Rock of Love. Right. Did which like they also do talk dirty to me? Is that I poison? I don't know. Anybody? Uh, yeah, I totally, no idea. totally out as Fuck, far as that goes. That I hadn't heard of Brett Michaels until Rock of Love. Word. Okay. Uh, that means that I have the most knowledge of hair metal out of any of us, and I'm unhappy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you bargain for that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it was, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I don't know if I should talk about it now oh, please, or later. Please. But uh, so it was sad as hell because he, to open up, uh, like when he was about to come on stage, they're playing "Welcome to the Jungle." Wow! Just <laughs> like not dude, even their song, not even their song. And I'm pretty sure that was like you know a contemporary like rival of Poison's. Welcome to the Jungle. Who's like much it's better? Different <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like this, the the stage is nice. It was outdoors, like in this little thing uh, at the casino. Uh, That's cool. Good amount of people there, and he was coming on. Guns and Roses blaring, and then like, uh, you know, it reaches its like its peak, and then like the c- guitarists come on stage. Or actually, there's one guitarist, one keyboard player, one bassist, and a drummer. Minimalist, uh, I like that. Yeah. So they're the the guitarist and the bass player are, like switching sides, running back across the stage. <laughs> These like two old like fat guys with long hair and then uh they start playing and then brett just like shimmies on stage and you know are we talking on wireless instruments for these guys yeah they're okay. wireless cool uh, wireless mic as well yeah so Hell yeah <laughs> yep all wireless baby and it was crazy because uh there was like some bongos off to the side which I'll get to in a little bit. That's but. when they covered the feelies. Yeah, right. <laughs> they need a percussion guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they come out, and he's just like, people are, I mean, look, I'm not white, and so like I feel comfortable talking about white people, uh, but it's I like, it. it's that crowd, dude. It's just like people that I wouldn't like usually be around because... Like, for safety, yeah. Poison fans like they seem like they're like older people who probably just like like rock and roll and just like hating people that look like me. So, like, <laughs> Trump voters, yeah, yeah, Trump voters. Which like that was uh, one one weird thing was he's like, look, guys, like I don't I don't like want to talk politics, and he's got like an American flag draped on his uh, mic stand, and he's wearing like an American flag cowboy hat. <laughs> Like, I don't want to talk politics with you guys, but I want to bring up some fucking vets up here. Like, I got to say, we I, I, I love vets, first responders. I got to bring them up here uh, because I'm from a family of vets. We could all agree that that's not political, right? Uh, wow. So no? then he like, <laughs> yeah. We all agree. We <laughs> yeah. all yeah. agree, right? <laughs> we all agree. Thank them for their service. <laughs> yeah, he brought these vets on, and like they were so like, what are we doing up here? Oh, no. Like. Yeah, he just had him on for like a song just a where he was uncles. just playing like steel guitar, steel string guitar. And that was awkward. So uh, Are you talking lap steel or pedo steel? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded good, though, to be honest. Okay. Uh, okay. He covered yeah. Sweet Home Alabama. I bet the crowd loved the fuck out of that. They did. That's called playing to the bass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He covered that. Uh, and he was, he, I don't know, like, 
if it's just because he's old, but he wants a song pretty much. He would like break it down and be like, ladies and gentlemen, my guitar player and like say his name. He's like my bassist, the original from Cinderella. <laughs> not his band. <laughs> yeah, not his band. <laughs> and he had uh, well, the guy from Cinderella was like Wham Bam Buckingham or something. <laughs> and then uh, this drummer was named Mad Dog. And oh, he's he like, certainly was. Yeah, he introduced, he's, he's like introducing them like every, like almost every song. And uh, one of my friends, he's like not used to like s- like smoking or anything like that, and he ate an edible, Uh-oh, and it was boy. just like, is this who I think it is? Yeah. Okay. It was the ad man. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he was getting kind of like freaked out. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, is this I guy understand. a precious young boy? No. <laughs> is he a strong? He's a strong. Lad? He's a strong man, but uh, does not a he drinks not, not a like, pot man. Uh-huh. He drinks so like yeah, he's on a beer and he's had an edible and he was just like. Afterwards, he was just like, dude, that was like the saddest shit I've ever seen, man. <laughs> I'm just like, why? And he was really stuck on, he's like, dude, like, imagine just like you come out and you do like, he did a Kiss cover too, by the oh, way. Jesus. <laughs> what, so- what song? Ah. Uh, Wanna oh, rock it? Okay. Oh, okay, man. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? But that why like not? totally. Nothing sad about that. <laughs> that totally freaked him out. Dude, I get and, it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because he just was like. It's just like me watching those Frasier episodes. Like some of that shit put me in like a dark place. <laughs> I think that did with them too. Yeah. But then I was like, Nah, dude. Come on. He got paid. Yeah, like, it's true. Because yeah. honestly, but this is what he has to do to get paid. He doesn't even yeah. have enough songs no, to get through a whole. He played. Set. He That's played true. Uh, n- like but nothing but poison songs and like covers. If if that was my day job though. I would much prefer it to the day job I have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. There is like an element of, but but you can tell when something's like. So I I saw Hall and Oates a couple years ago in Marymore Park. I mean, Daryl Hall's face is just like someone put it in a blender. You know, um, he's he's got plenty of adult education. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's had um he's got road miles, road a miles. significant number of them. His but, um, hair is uh, like. Blonde, but you know it's just like old dead hair. It's stringy. It could be yeah. like it could be just wheat that he glued to his head. <laughs> it's insanely dry. You know, if you touch yeah. it, you're gonna get like it's, uh, there's gonna be some uh, friction there. Yes. Uh, but um, you know, his voice is held up. Yeah. He's still um, he's still a god. On they still the keys. got all those songs. They got fucking hella songs. Yeah, he pulls the, he pulled a giant keyboard out, gets on the electric piano patch, starts crooning, and nice. he's off to the races. And it's it's golden. Dude, Brad yeah. was fine for what he is. I mean, <laughs> he he's is. still like moving around. I saw he's stealing some moves from Axel, like <laughs> the side slither. Well, Axel Rose yeah. ain't using those moves right now. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of jacked that, but. Yeah, he's chilling in a hockey jersey after eating like eight burritos. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when did you get there? What time of day was this? I got there at 8 p.m. Okay, so okay. For some yeah. reason, I'm picturing this at like 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, doors were at 6.30. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I don't even, that was such a good time. I don't even remember what I did the first part of the day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a great Saturday. That's not bad, right. yeah. Did you uh, gamble at all? I did gamble afterwards. Uh, I wanted to play blackjack because that's like the easiest game to me. I feel like you have the best chances. Yeah. But like... All the tables are too expensive. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to spend like $40 max. And there was only like, 
$10 table, so I'm like, what, I would get four fucking chips? I'm <laughs> just like, I'm going to look like a loser yeah, at this table. Yeah, there and just like, click, 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 click. All right. Yeah. Well, I have you see him. four chips, and I'm going to lose. Hey, look at fucking like Ricky, four chips. So five yeah. minutes. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Hey, yeah. get the pit boss. Get this guy out of here. Hey, so, hey, you know what, kid? Just give me them chips right now. Just save yourself time. I played slots, right? I oh, went yeah. to the friends machine. They have a friends oh, yeah. machine. <laughs> so I sat down next to this guy, and uh, I was just like, hey, this is a good machine. And he's just like, yeah, it's all right. So I'm like, all right. So I, I played for a while, and then I took it out and went and gambled other stuff. And I came back like an hour later, and that dude was still sitting at the wow. friends machine. I guess it's like better a, than he said. Yeah, it's yeah. more than all right, pal. Yeah. She was still sitting there. What if he loves it, and he didn't want you to blow up his spot? So Maybe. Like, mm, it's okay. That's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I the think so. The slots I tried was a yeah. friends, uh, Spider-Man, like a um, Tobey Maguire nice. Spider-Man. I'm into it. One, which was huge. Uh, one, like... Alien abduction themed one. Nice. That's really on brand for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's the one that ate all my money. Figures. It yeah. abducted your It wallet. abducted my money. <laughs> Did they have an Iron yeah. Man one? They didn't have an Iron Man one. I really wanted Man. to play this Playboy one. <laughs> but those ones were like not opening up. They weren't. The, uh, that one yeah. was behind a beaded curtain and I was too short. They wouldn't let me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a vertical driver's side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's pretty nice, man. Yeah, it sounds like um, a good day. Did Brett Michaels, yeah. did he still look like he does on, on Rock of Love? Dude, he looked exactly the same. He's so wearing like, like a li- little black tee, like flared jeans. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous straw hat. Looks yeah. just like... He's wearing the bandana. Wait, I thought what, you didn't know who he was. Oh, I, I mean, I know who he is. Oh, okay. But you guys know he's... Rock of Love. <laughs> okay, okay, he's, okay. He's bald, right? Because I was like, that's that, exactly right? him. Not like <laughs> no, completely, no. but like... That's why he doesn't show his... his no, that's why he's wearing the bandana. He still has long hair, but... What do you guys think of that move as a move... When Pe- you're when you have to do it. Oh, Kid Marrow does it. It makes sense to me. Right? Pe- people do what they got to do. I think it's yeah. a move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it if I go completely bald. Uh, yeah, but you don't have long blonde hair. Right. Like, yeah. Brad is like. Yeah. He's hanging on to that. Yeah, that's his image. Like you're lucky your image wasn't based on your hair. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Oh damn. Oh damn. <laughs> I was pretty attached to that hair. Uh, who was who was sitting in front of you and behind you into the red light? Re- Good so question. So nobody was sitting behind us. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in front of us were two ladies, Brett and Michaels fans, because they were like screaming, at the kind of almost forcibly screaming like schoolgirls, like seeing the Beatles. <laughs> uh, so they were like off in front of me and to the right. Uh, to the left, there was just this uh, weird guy who uh, was on a date with, <laughs> and they just looked like, I don't know, like kind of like Amish people had snuck into the city. Wow. Oh, <laughs> just like found some like some clothes to put on. Cause like he, the way he was, uh, he was like barely like bending his knees dancing. And like this woman, you know, she had like this. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be mean, but she had like this, this like antiquated haircut, like wearing this like long sweater, and he just had his hand, just like just like the palm of his hand on her back, and like nothing else for the whole time. Affection. And it was yeah. true affection. Yeah, affection. <laughs> the English are different from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people taking videos and singing along. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know any. So it was, it was outdoor. Were a lot of people smoking? Not outside. Hmm. A lot of people smoking inside. Hmm. And I thought oh, that was pretty weird. cool. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like truly free. Like, <laughs> what America. Truly free. Yeah, what America. I was like, oh, this place is gross. But I'm like, also like, this place is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was just like, I just I went and bought some like soft serve 
and just like walking around and people are just blowing smoke in my face and, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is like a true free society. Like if Trump wanted to like make smoking legal like indoors again, like I'd be all about it. Like that's <laughs> that's mega, right? <laughs> Things haven't been as good since we stopped smoking inside. <laughs> We're gonna bring back smoking, <laughs> smoking. inside. It's okay? huge. I love to smoke <laughs> more and more smoke, yeah. more smoke, yeah. more and more people. Have Big, been beautiful smoke. Okay. <laughs> Full ashtrays. <laughs> yeah. And then people say it's cool to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Me and President Xi Jinping smoking in Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> beautiful. Um, all right. Well, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it man. was nice. It's a great day. Zach, what's going on with your Saturday? Um, yeah, I... I feel like mine might be the least interesting because it was just like um, sort of a quintessential like good Saturday. Uh, I've been extremely fucked off about my work lately. And it's one of those situations where uh, you just come home and you're just like immediately aware of how much time it will be until you have to be back there. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and sometimes I'll like have an out-of-body experience. Like, am I even experiencing things or am I just like waiting in like a Matrix-style tube to like get shot back into wow. <laughs> work? <laughs> so I haven't been able to do... Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to do like stuff that would be good for my life. So uh, Saturday I worked on some some like projects that I want to do. One, you know, one of them actually is... Uh, a podcast <laughs> beautiful <laughs> so uh so that was really good and then after that um now my girlfriend came over and got tacos and played video games and just hung out listened to records you know hey that sounds bloody interesting to me <laughs> it's a nice saturday yeah. yeah we had a really good saturday we listened to um some of the new haruomi hosono reissues which are fantastic um you know masayoshi takanaka uh, great, great jazz fusion guitarist. Listen to Fleetwood Mac. Uh, just you know, Lindsey Buckingham solo. I don't know if everybody would go for that, but I. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, the 1984 album "Go Insane" is <laughs> straight fire. <laughs> what games you playing? Uh, we played a lot of Neo Geo um, two-player kind of arcade games. Like very uh, nice, mate. Metal uh, Slug. No, we played the more like puzzle stuff, like uh, no. Bust a Move, aka Puzzle Bobble. Oh wow, God, that yeah. is. I have put uh, 20s of dollars yeah, into trying to master sure. that game. I know. It's it's hard. We were both uh, we both had moments where uh, the aim was just dead on, and then both had moments where we could not hit a shot <laughs> to save. That anything. one is when you have, like, a spot open, and it just, like, clings to, like, the little thing in front of it. Screaming. And you got... You got you fucked yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that happened so many times. We also played a cool Neo Geo game called Money Puzzle Exchanger, aka Idle Puzzle Exchanger, maybe in, in Japan, where you just play these uh, different kind of. They're like they're almost like a Sailor Moon type character, where like a normal school kid, boy or girl, will like transform into like a money based superhero, but that's only an avatar for a puzzle game where you uh, try to. Um, take different amounts of yen and then consolidate them. Like you take a bunch of ones and turn them into a five piece and take a bunch of fives and turn them into a 10. And you're, you know, have like a sort of, uh, field of money that's advancing down towards the bottom of your screen and you got to like make the coins disappear before it's a good happens. way to learn about finance <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's a great way to learn the, the dumb denominations of, of like yen that. coins uh <laughs> but that one is pretty hard uh but you know we had fun um i do notice sometimes i, st I still uh i'm 
being like a shithead. Like sometimes I'll be like, yeah, just push the button to do this. And, and my girlfriend who is a normal person who hasn't dedicated like full years of her life to learning stupid bullshit about video games will be like, what's your button? I'm like, the button. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fully on me. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a degree of, uh, I mean, does she, is there anything that she's more expert in where she might say something similar in a similar tone? I guess maybe, but would probably still be nicer about, I mean, I don't know. She, she'll burn me, you know, when I deserve to be burned. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's fine. I mean, it's also easy to just go slightly over the line. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I remember I, uh, was hanging out with this girl when I was playing LA noir and there is <laughs> wow. a, there's a power move. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a moment where, um, watch it's like, it's like a cool story. It's like a noir <laughs> no, story. What's, what's funny is it's like a movie that you could play though. <laughs> no, but, but what's funny is like she, a, uh, for some reason is one of those people that loves to watch people play Ooh, video games. Oh, that's a thing. Which nice. is really that's incredible. Yeah. And she's also like really, really smart and a good writer. Right. Uh, okay, and sure. loves noir shit. So she'd be watching it and constantly making hilarious suggestions. <laughs> Tight. Okay. Um, but there's a, there's um The perfect person to be watching you play L.A. Noir. Uh, quite conceivably. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, the, but there's a section where um, you're on a case and you walk into like this room and it turns out the fugitive is in the room. It's like a bar or something Fuck. like that. Uh, and it immediately starts a fist fight and I just handed her the controller for the fist fight <laughs> and she just got knocked out over <laughs> and over and over and oh. over again and was like, how do I do this? And I was like, oh, you'll figure it out. <laughs> whoop his ass. Come on. Yeah, just whoop his ass. Fight him. Come on. <laughs> Knock him out. I was just like, yeah, just press the button. Anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would also recommend, uh, if you can get your hands on it, an arcade game, Space Invaders 95, uh, mm. subtitle Attack of the Lunar Loonies. We, you and me have played this a bunch, Ed, on PS2 on the Taito collection. Oh, okay. It's Space Invaders, but you have um, like full cartoony graphics and like a bunch of That's like right. a, like cool aesthetic shit. It's like the same format where you like have a, a little cursor basically that you roll along the bottom and shoot, but you can pick fun characters like a toilet or a shrine gate <laughs> or a spaceship, you know, whatever can you it want. just be like animals Yeah, too? you can be a cat yeah. or like... So it's and then you you go through cool theme levels like a food level where it's all pancakes. Yeah, that game's sick. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we were talking about pretty recently, Zach and I, like a pet peeve of like dudes who are, don't have like uh -oh. a basic competence in video games. Yeah. I look like down upon. <laughs> oh no! Confession. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> oh no! No, dude, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about like when you're a kid and you go to a sleepover with the boys and then like there's there's the one kid who really sucks ass at like Mario Kart or something and then that kid becomes just like the whipping boy for the whole it's weekend. It's a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> offer yourself up to get roasted. By yeah. And like the other boys bond. Yeah. Right? The other boys like. I know this feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know this feeling. I, I know the feeling of being like relegated to a corner of a map and just like here, just keep the shotgun and don't, <laughs> don't. Oh yeah, yourself. dude! Just, just, just don't so, get so, stuck in a corner. <laughs> so, so getting uh, getting all the boys together, getting a big ass fucking Ethernet hub, and just wow, sixteen yeah. player Halo One, oh, uh, and just getting relegated to the guarding the flag with yeah, a shotgun. Guard the flag. It's just <laughs> Imagine your like kneel if you want. Yeah. You you blow it right. You're the last line of defense. Like, dude, he's got the, he's almost near base, and, <laughs> and you just like totally blow it, and everybody's like, it's that thing where like people are they like don't get respawned. They're like watching it through your yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this is the worst. This is the worst gameplay ever. Yeah. This is the worst gameplay ever. Yeah. It's like driving the warthog into a wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> right into a rocket. A wall in the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, I totally get that, though. I've been the worst in a group of boys at various other shit besides <laughs> video games, and it's like, you know, it's the same stuff. Like, <laughs> the other, end of the, sp- the other sure. end of the spectrum is also brutal if you have, like, someone who's got, like, maybe, like, oh, you know, they might be lightweight spectrum or something like that, and they're just playing uh, Super Smash with you, and they're explaining no. every single facet of every yeah. single character who's being played and why things are working right. out and what's not going to work out. Oh, so and this is Kirby. He looks like a marshmallow, but yeah. actually... He's from the uh, uh, Dreamland Kingdom, and he like tries to help everybody recover their food. And so yeah, it's a leak, and like he tries to find the Triforce. And he wears a green. Th- <laughs> no, no, no. It's even drier than that. It's like mechanics, and like oh yeah, oh, yeah he's got an incredible down B, but it's just not gonna you know. Yeah. There's, there's no way he's gonna hold a <laughs> yeah, candle right. to Zelda. You know, right? And, like um, there are people that play Ness, but... you know, really well, and like right. uh, that's a um, but um, uh, there's you know it's fairly humorless yeah. exercise. That's a whole other category of dudes who don't pick like I've been thinking recently about like fighting games like character selection really comes down to Pareto's principle wow right so where like uh like 20% of the roster gets picked 80% of the time oh, kind sure. of thing uh so like one of the guys who like picks outside of that who picks like Zangief and he's like really good at it and it's that's pretty annoying it's <laughs> <laughs> like how the fuck are you like grabbing me from there and yeah. why are you so good at it because nobody can or you yeah <laughs> so when someone is good at it it's at like, the very least guile mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm with that i like i used to like i'm not very good at fighting games but i did like to i like learned like the basic moves for Guile, and I did enjoy being him. I'm I'm kind of like that guy, except I'm not good at those characters that I pick. I just like picking them. So I was like a real sure. Vega guy. If you get your ass kicked, Dude, that's Vegas fine. Type. Yeah. But if you're rocking dudes like who are picking within that twenty percent, like, it's troublesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. you become an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, were you doing any comics on Saturday? Were you consuming any other oh, art? Yeah, I've been going actually like absolutely ape shit on comics recently, but I yeah. actually did not have time to read any yesterday. But I've uh, recently like assembled two intertwined uh, Marvel storylines. Like I've cause I wanted to like the you know, I think if if anybody doesn't like the Marvel movies, like uh, from like a cinematic perspective, I, I totally get it. But I I'm kind of in the tank for all of them just because, like, I had such a, like, built-in love for, like, all the characters. But what's cool about it is it's got me way back more into the comics where, like, I had totally disowned that for years just because the way that superhero comics have gotten in the past, like, 15, 20 years is just not what I'm interested in at all. Like, it's just kind of, to me, it sucks. I don't know. What's happened? Uh, They try to do, like, it tries to be, like, TV um, where it's like super decompressed and then like nothing really happens. Like you have to get like a book of five or six issues for like anything to happen. <clears throat> I hate digital lettering and digital coloring and like having everything be on glossy paper. I don't think that looks good. I think all the art kind of looks the same. Like the so there's still good artists and stuff, but they're still great comics, but they're just in very all s- too smooth. Yeah, there's a lot of smooth. Everything looks like it's sculpted out of like plasticine. But uh, there's tons of great comics, just not in superhero shit. But uh, the Marvel movies got me way back into the OG Marvel stuff, and so I've assembled this this like reading order of like everything that leads up to the Infinity War and like how all those characters that figure into it came about, like Silver Surfer, Captain Marvel, Adam Warlock, and and then a, se- a separate concurrent one that's all about like magic in the Marvel universe, like with Captain Britain and Doctor Strange and I've been having a fucking great time. <laughs> Dude, Captain Britain? Go. Yeah. He's like a, like a really weird character that they started as like a specific British comic where <laughs> like it was Marvel's like outreach. That's insane. Yeah, man. because they would, re- they would have like 
I don't know if you guys know, British comics traditionally were structured um, as weekly comics rather than monthly comics like American ones were. So you would get uh, a weekly comic um, at the news agent <laughs> and it would have like three different stories and they'd be like seven to 15 pages each. And that would just be, it would be like more of a serialized thing. Whereas American comics, you know, in our lifetime have been one character, one issue per month, you know? Um, and so, so they had, so Captain Britain was like, um, it was created by Chris Claremont, like the, the X-Men, like the kind of master architect of X-Men, like everything everyone knows from X-Men is basically from Chris Claremont, uh, his writing, there's artists that contributed a lot too, but like Xavier's big ass bald piece. (laughs) Not that actually. (laughs) That's from Jack Kirby. Oh, okay. Thanks Jack. (laughs) Uh, yeah, for sure. The God. Um, but yeah, so it started out. So they had like a magazine that was like, it'd be, uh, 10 pages of Fantastic Four, 10 pages of Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and seven pages of Captain Britain as, like, a weekly comic. And uh, and Captain Britain himself is not a very interesting character. Like, he kind of (laughs) sucks. Like, he's, like, an upper-class kind of just dipshit, like, physics student who he, like, he, he, like, in the early stories that I'm reading, he kind of can't figure out his own powers. And, like, he's having, like, a ton of, like, family problems. (laughs) Like, he blames himself for the death of his parents, but it's really, like, it's, like, I wouldn't blame myself dude (laughs) but what's cool about captain britain is like his stories get weirder and weirder over time like alan moore did a really great run in the early 80s and i always wanted to kind of read what went before so that's what i'm doing now like reading the lead into that but there's a part before that that looks really cool uh where it's another great british writer steve parkhouse wrote this long storyline where he goes back in time with the black knight to camelot days and he's just like fighting with king arthur so like that sounds really cool i'm excited for that and then that all leads into Yeah, that all leads into the British X-Men spinoff, Excalibur, which is where Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler went. That was the team they went to in the late 80s, which is like the only reason I was interested in it, because those are my favorite X-Men. Um, and so I knew... Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I'm nice. a, a hardcore, hardcore Nightcrawler, hardcore Kitty Pride. Um, but yeah, uh, so I knew about it from that and from like 90s crossovers like Executioner's Song and the Muir Island Saga and shit like that. And so I was just like, yeah, Excalibur. It's weird they have a British <laughs> X-Men team. But then I c- kind of over the years found out like, oh, it's like an outgrowth. Like Chris Claremont came back to it after creating Captain Britain in the 70s. He finally like got to come back to the character. And there's this uh, really great artist, Alan Davis, who had been drawing like since the Alan Moore days, he had been like the main Captain Britain artist. And he's just like, just real, just like very appealing kind of art. Like everything just looks great, you know, kind of like a really smooth line, never feels like labored. It's always really clear what's going on and just like really dynamic. And so I think Claremont wanted to work with that guy. It's like my doodles. Oh, just like your doodles. (laughs) Oh, it's like me doodles. It's like me doodles, mate. <laughs> so would you say Captain Britain starts out as like a huge nerd? I, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe get a little stomped out. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. Like, it's like, you know, I think he that's... He deserved what, it, and that's what made him a stronger hero. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, like, yeah. you can be so a nerds, and like, like have a continuing... Yeah. Like, you need to get your butt whooped if you want to get become a better person. Would I you, think so. I, that happened to me, and I'm a better person because of it. <laughs> Took a lot of heat. Can you describe his costume? Uh, kind of. Costume, He's got two actually. costumes. He's got one costume. that's like a red, mainly red with like a, the British lion in gold on the front. And oh, then, come on, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. And then he's got a <laughs> staff, like a, like a magical staff. And then it has a bunch of buttons and he doesn't know what they do. So like in certain stories, he'll be like, I've never pressed the, the second button on my staff. I wonder, my goodness, it produces a force field. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then like he was with Captain America, uh, fighting the Red Skull and they're about to get like iced out by some, some gas that the Red Skull pumped in and 
Captain America was like, you've never used the fourth button. Why don't you use that one? Captain America knew that shit? Yeah, well, Captain America <laughs> is pretty much always portrayed as like the kind of common, like he kind of knows what the fuck is going on. You know, he's like the guy who's going to be like, why don't you do this? <laughs> Captain Britain is a posh fop. He's, so good. he's just a dilettante. Yeah, I don't think Captain Britain was too well received by any British kids. What's his name? <laughs> Uh, Bri- this is what you Yanks think of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, his his secret identity. Yeah, uh, Brian Braddock, <laughs> Captain America is like Brian. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, the fourth button. The fourth button. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. <laughs> no wonder we've got to swoop in and save your ass. Yeah. Thankfully, they don't do that. The guy that was reading r- wrote those stories is like this really crazy writer, Gary Friedrich, who seems like he might have been like a beat guy or something like. Because he started writing in the in the mid to late '60s, and just his dialogue just seems so wild to me. He wrote a lot of the Captain Marvel '70s stuff, bef- like that introduced Thanos. He wrote like some of the first issues for that, and like his dialogue, I'm just like, I can't imagine anyone ever like saying these words. What, but, do, pe- what do people cool. say to each other? I man, I wish I could remember. <laughs> like I'd have to. I'll, I'll do. I'll I'll call into the podcast think, and do like a dramatic reading. Yeah. Hey, have you heard about? Have you heard of uh, one of the funniest comic book concepts I've ever heard of? I can't remember where it's from. Is the anti life equation? You know uh, yeah, that? that's dude. That's like that's some of my shit. That's that's Jack Kirby too. The New Gods. That's like when he went to DC in the mid seventies, <laughs> early seventies. What's that? that? Dark Side's like great plan is the anti life equation, and it like it basically enslaves everyone to his will. I guess. Do you remember what it is though? I don't know the actual equation. Uh, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It is uh, loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair plus self worth divided by mockery divided wow. by condemnation divided Whoa. by misunderstanding times guilt times shame times failure times judgment <laughs> n equals y where y equals hope and n equals folly. Love equals lies. Life equals what death. The? Self equals dark side. What the? Bro. I'm gonna say that might be a later addition to the canon. No, that's off of 4chan, dude. It's uh, like no. the alt right manifesto. <laughs> no, no, no. It's yeah. That's a that's a 2005 written yeah. by Grant Morrison. Oh, okay. Uh, Seven Soldiers, Mr. Miracle miniseries. How come there's so many equals? Grant in that Morrison thing? is one of those. So like that's what's so tight like about small, it. Small like parts that are. Grant Morrison like is one of those guys. Like he's something. like a real like post Alan Moore, post Neil Gaiman guy where he's like real like hacked off on how smart he is <laughs> you know what i mean and he wants to show yeah, th- it to you this he is some it, real smart guy shit. yeah and he also is one of those british guys this is a real fucking thing with 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 some smarty pants uk guys is they also get into like a mysticism and they like remember that guy that got booted from twitter sam chris no i don't he was like a political commentator funny trying to be funny guy and he had like good kind of good insight into p- politics but i would I would absolutely lose me because he would go into these like semi Lovecraftian descriptions of things like like uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but a really good joke of like burning him that I saw someone write was like, oh, a new royal baby. I wonder if this will curl its tentacles over a parapet of London, <laughs> you know, like he'll, like he would go into that shit and he would talk about like staring at the sun and like, I don't know, just like real like just like a dude who just got out of college you know and really wants to like relate all the deep shit that he learned and you're just like shut up dude (laughs) (laughs) and that's grant morrison too. that's a little bit grant he's written some really good stuff like i like his animal man and i like 
couple early like JLA runs that he did. But yeah, he definitely in the last ten years I haven't been interested in anything he's done because he's way too much like oh, I'm a deep thinker. Yeah, I mean this is some smart dumb guy shit for sure. In a Can way, everything equation? is stories <laughs> and it's all connected. You're gonna hate it. You're gonna be bleeding from your eyes. Um, yeah, dude, this sucks. I'm, sp- I'm pissed off. Speaking speaking of Lovecraft, I just read Alan Moore's uh, Providence. Oh, you read that? I've only read like the first four issues or five issues or something. It's it's honestly n- I don't enjoy it. It's not. I didn't have that much fun. Yeah, I stopped yeah. reading it. <laughs> um, there are things about it that are really entertaining and interesting, yeah. uh, but it's pretty subtle. And then the end of it just completely shifts gears into this like dream sequence. Okay. Uh, but it's pretty awesome because it doesn't make me... any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in the form of an equation, so it must be yeah, but then sharp there's, like, stuff. A whole bunch of other equations at at the end. Listen, but if Darkseid pulls this off, this is the most powerful anti-life. <laughs> 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 this is worse than the Infinity Stones. Is the anti-life equation? Man, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's this awesome scene in Providence where the main character has sex wow. with this like younger guy, yeah. and the two of them are uh, having sex in this be- abandoned bell tower, and there's literally just like this glowing red stone in this box, and they're both having sex, just like staring at it, and they're just like, "Wow, that was that was fun sex and like kind of a weird <laughs> stone. What did you think that was?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know, man." That actually, that was one thing I did like about the issues that I read is that they would have characters commenting on like truly horrifying stuff and like not grasping the significance of them at all, which I, I do think is like really effectively creepy. Like that part was cool. That's the premise. There's just like no big reveal. It yeah. just transforms into this like really uh, incomprehensible dream sequence, which is which in and of itself is not bad, but yeah. it's just it's not what I wanted for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. But yeah, so that's that's comics talk. <laughs> yeah, Elliot, how was your Saturday, my dude? Uh, this Saturday featured, um, uh, it started with a, probably one of the more decadent things I've done before, um, oh, a yeah. brunch, uh, at Salty's on Alki with, uh, a nice. party of 11 folks. Uh, so in the past, um, uh, a few of us have gone every year, like some of us have our birthdays in February. So on birthday month, we go spend... More than your average brunch uh, budget on money. this. Salt, yeah. Spend some salties money, um, and it's been a it's been a little while. It's been a little while, and so um, uh, someone scheduled it, and we decided to go. Um, I'm still technically in recovery from a vacation, so I'm not too chatty right now, and uh, um, and the GI situation needs to stabilize. But uh, <laughs> but for what did you have? What did I have? Yeah. I'll just. Just brunch shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, buckle your seatbelt yeah, uh, to hit our us viewing with the audience. Menu. So it starts. You get in there, and you're gonna have to wait for for your party's tables to be arranged. So they tempt you with scones and mm. donuts and coffee out in the like the lobby. Complimentary. Complimentary. Oh, no, shit. they don't. I like it. Well, what I they're like trying it. to do is make you fill your stomach true with scones and confuse your appetite with coffee. So that you don't realize that you're not as hungry as you can be to go make the most of your um, of your brunch experience. And I treat it like supermarket sweep, if you guys remember this game show. There are certain high-value items like meat and diapers that you want to make sure you hit. Bro, I love eating diapers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if they're cooked the right way, and then if, if you know you don't want to waste your time on boxes of rice aroni, so uh, so the key thing to starting with is the crab legs. Oh, yeah, I, I don't really like crab that much. 
Okay. But I will slam down on some crab legs at, uh, at Salty's Brunch. Um, it was the only part of the buffet. And it's not a terribly well, it's not an ordered buffet. It's, it's you know, it's a beautiful restaurant and and you can you can start wherever you want. You can finish wherever you want. The only place that there was a line when we first got there was was the crab legs. So um, I think there's some, some king crab legs and some Dungeness crabs and then uh, some oysters. So my first plate was all was all seafood. Um, I got some some salmon, some lox and bagels, and then uh, just sat down and just just started just just cracking <laughs> crabs, just boom, bang. And I don't eat crab that much, so I'm I'm pretty bad at it. Um, but but yeah, it was it was great. It was a mess. It was a table full of people with just shells and and butter all over the place and uh, shells and butter shells and butter That's it was brunch. shells and butter all over the place <laughs> I ain't seen nothing like it yeah you wouldn't believe it and we um, so I was sitting next to someone who is from um, Maryland and her crab experience is the blue crab I've never had blue crab but I I hear that um, uh, it is of course common to the mid-Atlantic region Virginia and Maryland also there's some really good blue crab in in the the Gulf of uh, Mexico, um, and I was told that a uh, difference between blue crab and this kind of crab we were having is that this was like softer, sweeter, and reminded people of lobster. I've never had lobster, so I, I'll just have to take people's word for that. Um, I wanted to keep a pretty good pace because you know you're paying a you're paying a rate. They won't kick you out until three hours in. Uh, but who has that much time for for brunch? So. Um, so I spent a long time on these crab legs. Golly, it was it was inefficient. I really wanted to keep a better pace, but eventually I got to the end of it. I think I was one of the last people in our party of eleven to go start my second plate. Um, at that point, it's on uh, like roast beef, which was not as good as it's been in the past. Um, a I had a little waffle. I had uh, I had some some like catfish. Uh, it's nice. a very eclectic. Uh, Damn, spread. a lot of seafood. There's yeah, a lot of brunch. seafood, though. I guess it starts it's with salties, though. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and You've it got was... to say fair enough, mate. You've got to, <laughs> you got to partake. Uh, yeah, it was it was fully it was crazy. I had uh, I had four plates, three of of meals. I had a, a crepe with uh, with peaches in it. Nice. Um, and then the last plate was just dessert. So. Um, and this is this is where things got. No one needs dessert. Not at brunch. Right. Not at brunch. <laughs> I was already full. I'd already had a crepe and a little bit of French toast and a little waffle. It's a buffet, though. Like if you don't eat a dessert, you're kind of a dipshit. Then why are you there, yeah. right? Yeah, you're not getting you your money's worth. Dessert. So I filled an entire plate with a uh, carrot cake and a caramel cheesecake <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like a chocolate mousse and a, a, a key lime tartlet wow. and uh, and a macaron a macaroon an Emmanuel macaron an Emmanuel macaroon macaroon in my room macaroon in my room they have a, uh, a chocolate fountain and a caramel fountain so I, I ran all out. that shit in chocolate I should have but I only did the macaroon it was very tasty so sat down ate that um uh, and by the end, I had filled myself to the brim. Someone had brought over a plate of donuts, and I this was I was truly at the on the edge. I was I was full. I was as full as I could be. Each bite of that little donut, it was like you're you are beyond your capacity. Uh, You've yep. overdone it. Everything you do from here on out is is overdoing it. You don't have to do this, but. 
with the encouragement of, uh, of teammates, <laughs> I finished that little donut, uh, and and that was that. And that was a, a mess the rest of the day. I didn't nap, but uh, but it was hard. I for love me to when do you're anything. eating so much that your body like override, like the DNA is like separating your body. <laughs> Stop. Party is saying stop. Yeah, you don't need this. Evolutionarily speaking, we don't know this kind of bounty. (laughs) You're good. And then my brain is like, I am paying X amount of dollars, and I'm not getting any of it back. (laughs) But there's donuts in front of (laughs) me. What should I do? That's truly impressive. Like, that's like an Orson Welles meal, (laughs) dude. It is. I do love that moment of disquiet where you're holding the final morsel, and it's like you just freeze up. Yeah. And you almost don't even know what's happening, and then you think, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm and, frozen. And then humanity's capacity for, for going beyond <laughs> kicks yeah. in. You know, it's it's the same. It felt a lot like when I'm on my very occasional jogs around Green Lake and I'm like, <laughs> one one more, just keep on going. One foot in front of the other. Keep going. Keep going. Mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Damn. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I did it. I did it. I'm so proud of you, dude. I'm so proud of you. Um, that is like actually yeah I said just said it but it's a really impressive amount of food I'm not, I don't think I've ever you ever have the thing where like that much. you're like yeah I'm done and like even to like say to tell yourself you're done you put your napkin yep. on the plate but and then, then like five minutes later you're just like <laughs> everybody's still talking dude yeah. <laughs> as well kind of kind of have some more of this have you guys ever eaten so much that uh, you start losing feelings in like your fingers and, <laughs> and your nose. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, over, I want to hear about. I over. I got a new uh, blender recently. That's <laughs> like uh, it goes up to like fifty six ounces or some shit like that. Yeah. And I keep making this mistake of making like forty eight ounce shakes and just trying to fucking drink the whole Damn. thing. Uh, in a matter of like 15, 20 minutes. And like, Jesus. I did that before I went to sleep one uh, a couple weeks ago. And You're like the gooses that they force feed. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Foie like, Gras. I have a, um, I have a concrete big, in your tummy. Yeah, it, it, it's a bit of concrete. Concrete. It's a bit of pain um, in your tummy. I, um, I have a big stomach and a very high metabolism, right. and I eat a lot. Uh, and I also have the kind of deal where when I go to sleep, if I don't eat right before I go to sleep, I wake up in the middle of the night starving and have to go eat. Wow. Um, and uh, so I awesome. it's an it's, amazing metabolism it's got yeah it's got it's things I've actually had like I was telling you appetite problems so I gotta go to a GI doctor and um, I'm wondering maybe if just finally the engine is shit out on me or, <laughs> or whatever it is hopefully not but anyway um I um just get a new alternator, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's not the battery, it's the alternator. But I uh yeah, I mean I fucking put so much concrete in my stomach I couldn't sleep all night. It was wow. un- it was fucking insane. Yeah. That's intense. It was insane. Painful yeah. or uncomfortable? Uh dull pain. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Definitely did myself no favors. Best there. of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> discomfort, uh pain that led to discomfort. But uh Love it. <laughs> but what's better, salties or sizzler? I feel like by the time, I mean, I've never, I don't know if I've ever been to a Sizzler. Because oh, there's one at South Center. We could go. There's one at South Center. Okay. I, I'm curious. Let's, uh, because let's go to the one in Tacoma, but let's go in 1995 when I used to go there. <laughs> right. Where you get your like surf, gold you get your and turf. copper and fucking, yeah, you get your surf and your turf. I would love to go to Sizzler because I remember that being advertised like it was no one's business. I remember there was a Sizzler next to my church in Renton and we would pass it all the time and, and just like. Somehow, in all the years we went to church there, we never had the post-church meal at Sizzler. It's too bad. And then, of course, the landscape changed. I think that like a couple of... I'm going to be careful. I don't want to defame them. (laughs) But I think... 
one thing led to another, and there are like almost no more Sizzlers around. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I think I, that was. There are not great areas. I think I think that was more of just like declining business, rather. I mean, like, there was probably a, a, a salmonella scare or something. I think there yeah. was a foodborne illness yeah, scare yeah, yeah. that, I think that so gave some too. of them bad name. But I think combined, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. I I think, but more than that, I think it's just lack of interest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just times uh, tastes yeah. moved on. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I went to Sizzler, the South Center, like a year and a half ago, and uh, that foodborne illness thing does not surprise me at all. No, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a very uh, dangerous, irresponsible business model. Yeah, uh, the, I the mean, open salad bar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we went to Old Country Buffet on Aurora. <laughs> Like, wow. you know, it was a very. Is that still there? Oh, it's long gone. That's yeah. like Werner the OCB. Shit. It's completely out of this, out of I the frame, unfortunately. Gone. I look um, into the OCB, <laughs> but <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> uh, despair permeates no, my being. It's just endless murder. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say that Salty's. Um, I was being facetious. Salty's has to be a thousand times. Oh, it's got it was very good. But I'm a buffet guy from way back when, and it's just nice to see that this is uh, this is a possibility. From Man. back in the day, what era? Are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, I'm from the early 1990s era. Uh, there was a place in Burien called King's Table. Yes. Yes. You that know some King's really, Table? Really uh, popular with my family. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that's yep. that's that's fun. Um, and then they closed that many many years ago, and uh, since then it's just been kind of hard to find the right the right kind of buffet, and we've we've made it occasionally, but it's always good to it's good to enjoy a buffet whether it's at someone's wedding or have you gone to like. <laughs> There's these places down south, uh, like in Lake. Actually, no, the last one I went to is up here, like in Redmond. It's like an Asian place. It's a buffet where they have like every single kind of food imaginable. I've heard of these, but I've not been yeah, to them. Yeah, and it's all like pretty good. And you're just like, it's really sketchy though. Like it all looks fine. And it looks good. But you're just like, how is this produced? Yeah. Is it like, like how is it so eh, cheap? It's like, like a cheesecake factory, factory buffet. buffet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like fourteen bucks, but they have like crazy like. Sushi, and then you could go do a, like, uh, gr- like pick your like raw meat and like vegetables, and go have like a guy grill it for you. And Honey, they it's have, like Benihana. They have like ice cream, Honey. like a fridge where you like get the scoop yourself, and like you go pour like ice cream, put like ice scoops of ice cream for yourself. Nice. I was gonna which say, seems like that was my favorite part at Sizzler was the dessert, like making your own sundae. Yeah, they got like yeah, they had a chocolate fountain there, and it was all like sixteen bucks. I was like, something ain't right here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would just I go it. with it. If I made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're still with us today. I'm here. Yeah. yeah it's fine. <laughs> that reminds me of a place called uh, Foodie. Well, Foodie Goody or Foodie Goody. Uh, <laughs> that that opened up, and I think that yeah, the years that we would have gone to Sizzler after church, we went there instead. And I like that name better. It was Chinese. Um, cool. I guess Pan Asian because yeah. there were a lot, a lot of things available, and yeah, I just remember seeing the ice cream scoop yep. in cold water in cold or whatever, water. and then mm-hmm. and you'd, you'd uh, serve your own. Yep, here's to buffets. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. here. here. <laughs> uh, when we went to Old Country Buffet, we later on went to the strip club next door, and I had uh, nine Kiss 106.1 temporary <laughs> tattoos up and down my <laughs> bicep, and the and the bouncer at the strip club said, "Nice tats, bro." <laughs> wow, that was a That's good amazing. day. That was a crazy day. <laughs> we we went from uh, we met up with a friend at uh, at the Bite of Seattle, and then. We had our Aurora adventure. Oh yeah, Aurora Avenue adventure. Mm-hmm. Elliot and Alex's Aurora adventure. Yeah, it was. Uh, That's a child- nice children's book. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, pretty bleak, pretty bleak, but fond memories. Fond memories. <laughs>
Um, yeah, do you have a Saturday to tell us about? Yeah, I yeah. mean, so my Saturdays, I usually work. I work at a flooring store. Um, Saturdays usually go by pretty fast because it's where um, the majority of our customers come in and it sort of sets the week up, uh, the following week up because we schedule measurements and jobs. And uh, it's just about talking with people. We don't talk to any installers or order materials. We just BS and hang around. Uh, the store's open for an hour less than normal. Um, but I was by myself yesterday and the store is very slow because of um, uh, like the summer's a slow time and I'm just also kind of dealing with a with a low-key bout of depression so I'm sitting there in this quiet store in Linwood just being like what happened (laughs) why why is this still happening Uh, this has to end at some point Uh, and like you know I gave my therapist a call and did a little (laughs) check-in it was totally fine um, but I'm just drinking a lot of coffee I'm snoozing packing lips Uh, I'm uh, checking my email nothing there (laughs) 10 minutes ago by checking my email there's nothing there you know uh every single day i work at that job something that um so the north end is like a spiritual condition it's not just like a part of seattle it's like there's a there's a there's a type of life that takes place there that is very unique to that area and uh something extremely north end happens to me every single day and Mm -hmm. Uh, yesterday it was that this guy came in so fucking hot and he had to be in his mid to late 80s uh, and he was his face was melting off <laughs> like he had a he had a mega gizzard like uh-huh. this like a waddle a big one <laughs> and um, he got so fucking close to my face because he Jesus. was trying to figure out where Swedish was because of course this man needs to regularly be going to Swedish. Uh, urgent what angle did he care? come in at your face? Oh, just a 45 like this. And then he took a seat and just really got up close to me. So like I, Xenomorph to Ripley? Uh, Promotional uh, shot? Essentially, <laughs> essentially yes. Um, th- so so the kicker, though, is that this guy was like insanely cool. <laughs> like, All right. Like uh, working at that store, I interact almost exclusively with people that are over the age of 50 years old and you get to see what goes terribly wrong mm-hmm. uh, in people's lives. And then you get to see people that are cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy was really cool. He's really spry and sharp. And like I was showing him on Google Maps how to get to Swedish, and he was just like, "Golly, <laughs> you can just look up anything on these things, can't you?" Yeah, old boy. Yeah, like, he was like, "I'm old school. You can't do this. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how to do this. My daughter, she's a computer whiz." Uh, and you know, like, there's um, so classic. Yeah, dude. So that's a classic. And you know that some people say that, and they're making their kids' lives hell. Yeah. And you can tell that this guy is just like genuinely just like, yeah, "Golly, he's, he's stoked." Uh-huh. All you got to do is Google some shit for him, and he's like, happy as a clam. Yeah, I know. It's really magic. It's it's magic, but at the same time, it's got all the, the elements of, like, unbelievable, just, like, xenomorph mouth about to fucking <laughs> chop my brain yeah, out. And, yeah. like, um, that was one of the last things that happened, uh, and it was kind of life-affirming in a way. Um, and then I went to a uh, wedding that was uh, in the neighborhood my parents used to live, and it was just a... It was some straight-up Gatsby shit. It was incredible, which was funny, because it's like my friend who's getting married he's like one of the most down-to-earth people and also one of the most talented artists i know he makes documentaries and shit and he's just Mm. like a he's a genius but uh he's also uh yeah he had this just big splash out gatsby wedding and um that was the wedding where uh i think i was talking about i saw like a fucking don jr type motherfucker sitting across from me um but also i i met and reconnected with a bunch of his friends that i didn't really know um and they're all cool as shit they're like amazing which is strange like one of the dudes just finished his ma English at Western. He's teaching at Shoreline Community College now. It was super North End. Yeah. My, my boy right there. Uh, and then uh, another dude had 
been a journalist for like five years covering criminal justice all over and like I had a bunch of really cool conversations but um, I don't know between the being depressed to this empty Linwood showroom and then going to this crazy Gatsby bunny where I obviously don't fit in like right. I mean I fit in in a certain sense in terms of my background and my educational experience and stuff but like now currently I'm not living that life even remotely and I showed up in my kind of fuck, fucking gnarly salesman <laughs> fit you know what I mean so it's yeah, like a decent maybe. Costco shirt right. some decent Costco pants yep. and like the dude sitting next to me is probably three years younger than me and he's it's you know it's a thousand dollar ensemble including yeah. the watch you know yeah. so uh, it's an interesting situation to be in and definitely existential I tear up at weddings you know I'm just so happy for my friends that's cool uh, and I feel so 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 unable to ever create something like that oh, <laughs> man. I mean it could happen it could happen yeah. you know yeah, but dude, like in the moment I'm just like yeah, oh yeah. man this is yeah I'm an alien visiting a different planet yeah, uh, I feel that <laughs> I totally feel that I also I, so I don't drink so like uh, th- one of the few times when I feel like drinking is when I go to weddings because it's just like this would be much easier <laughs> mm-hmm. I could think a lot less if I was feeling about. a little bit more warm yeah <laughs> yeah and also willing to dance to yeah. a cover band doing uh, Uptown Funk you know what I mean fuck like <laughs> I have a lot of trouble dancing at weddings uh, yeah. with unless I'm doing it in order to make... Because I want to fit in. (laughs) So I'm doing my Patrick Bateman shit. So that was interesting, but then... I managed to... Also, I inter- I said hi to his mom and she didn't recognize me. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which was totally fine because weddings just fry your brain. Yeah, but yeah. I, um, I thought that was funny. But I uh, after that, there's this like nearby little kind of like stream woods beach area that's pretty secluded. So I drove down there before I drove home and just hung out, did a little 10-minute sit, um, experienced a little stream. Felt like the Under the moonlight, flowing through me. Uh, it was a sunset. Ooh, wow. even better. Nice. A <laughs> lot of, lot of, um, lot of Douglas firs. The wind kind of what rustling are these through. Fantastic them. trees. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I, yeah. I felt, I felt honestly as uh, spiritually dialed in as as Coop wow. often seems. That's cool. I mean, if you had like one one moment in the day that's like that, sometimes that's like enough to get you through like the the dark shit yeah i mean i i just felt that like i had i i honestly felt the um the need to do something like that Mm -hmm. in order to just not hate on myself so much yeah yeah by the end of it um and i feel like uh it served its purpose so yeah that's good yeah and also energy special energy you get from doing that dude sitting out there like that yeah nobody talking just hear shit look at shit there's like a tree nearby natural shit I like to call it yeah yeah, yeah I, shit. I got myself going naturally yeah <laughs> it was great yeah that's exactly how it functioned that's good um, it's a good Saturday any uh, any other things? Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It evened out. Um, I made it to the end without anything bad happening. So um, nice. there we go. Uh, any other Saturday comments? Saturday thoughts? I had something that I was thinking of when because one of you guys was telling a story. Oh yeah, the the computer thing. It just like that just made me flash back to um, watching Jurassic Park for the first time uh, <laughs> with my mom and Oof. a friend of hers, and it, you know we were, had rented it. It was 1993. Like just. As soon as it come out on video we didn't see it in the theater and we're watching it and i think i had the same reaction like to it then that i have now which is like damn this movie is really tight 
except for these fucking little kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even when I was a kid, I hated the kids in Jurassic Park. Like, I so wish it was just about Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Laura Dern yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. Like, that I was, was be- jealous of the kids. Yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, my parents and my older sister just like, oh, that little boy is, like, so cute. Oh, my God, he's so smart. I'm like, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I did hell, that. Man? I had that. Slow. That's stuff about me. Side note, I had that with Macaulay Culkin. Like, yeah. that same mom's friend was like, wow, you know, he, he's just such a cute little kid. He's got such full lips. And I like, listen, being like, I have full lips. in that situation. <laughs> if I was in that situation, I'd be hella cute and smart as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got writers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I had the same thing with Macaulay Culkin, but my parents were watching The Good Son. Oh, just, wow. Like, You're like, he's I so be evil. evil and horrible. And I was like, I'm right here. <laughs> Don't fuck with yeah, me mom and dad <laughs> but uh so the, there's that part towards the end where they do some extremely 90s shit where the girl has to get on the computer and the, it shows like an operating system where she's like flying through like fuck digital yeah, representations dude. of data yes and then i remember my mom's friend saying like now if we were in that situation i'd be putting zach on the computer and <laughs> i was just like so annoyed at the kids i was just like i wouldn't even want to do that <laughs> just yes, like dude yes. just like so like ultimate fucked off like, ultimate boy response yeah <laughs> i don't i don't even want to do, do, do that i wouldn't even want to do that <laughs> I, yeah i had a young boy along those lines in the showroom yesterday and uh, i talked to his parents and they were god they were coming in so fucking hot and they were so fucked off uh but uh and then they were leaving and they were like come on josh like uh do you don't want to look at carpets anymore and he was like no carpets, <laughs> carpets are boring <laughs> hey, he's not wrong yeah and i was i was just like god damn it <laughs> he's right i was like Shit. god god damn it i felt i felt uh, a um cosmic truth in what he had observed that was uh <laughs> While simultaneously kind of, you know, well, there's a little shithead. It's <laughs> <laughs> yep. developmentally appropriate. Um, yep. It's it's truly like another kind of experience altogether. Uh, okay, cool. Well, Saturdays, boys. Let's live it up. Let's live our best life. Sounds good. good. Let's do it.